Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, and welcome to the 60th episode of Lake of Rage, a Pokemon trading card game podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kevin Clementi, a.k.a. Mellow underscore Magikarp, and I'm joined today by two very special temporary guest hosts. Joining us once again, a stalwart on the podcast scene, we have Grant, a.k.a. Boo underscore CK. Yo, what's up, Mellow? And joining us for the third time, we have someone who you're going to see in day two of Vancouver Regionals. I hope. <laughs> we have Alex Cook. The glorious return to day two, baby. Here we go. You better. James just got 17th place in uh, New Jersey. So. I, mean, I know. I was going to make a comment about how this is this is my first time without James on the podcast. And I was just like, oh, he's too busy. Top 32-ing tournaments and stuff and i'm over here just still chilling i'd like to point out top 32ing with a fairly unique deck in arceus charizard yep you know that you know that leonardo dicaprio meme where like he's he's pointing at the tv and stuff james (laughs) comes on my thing and i like stopped everything it was like that's my boy (laughs) (laughs) which uh for anyone who is because our audience has grown quite a bit since those two episodes with alex and james if you have not gone back to listen those are literally timeless episodes because we're talking about retro formats with two people who are a amazing at talking pokemon and b have played a lot of retro so be sure to check out those two episodes with alex and james they are worth the listen don't let the three hour (laughs) time stamp (laughs) make you not want to do it All right, so we are here to talk about Astral Radiance today. At the time of recording, Astral Radiance just went live on PTCGO. We have not played with the cards quite yet. I don't know if either of you have proxied up any of the cards. But we're going to run through the Pokemon first, which ones are cool, which ones aren't, which ones have potential. Then we're going to get to the trainer cards, which is potentially the best part of the set. The trainer cards are disgustingly interesting, at the very least, if not incredibly good. So I want to start with the Pokemon. The very first Pokemon, the one that is currently dominating in Japan. You see the pie charts from Japan, their city leagues, or you see them from their regional events that I now don't remember the actual name. Palkia V-Star is right there with Mew V-Max as the most popular and most successful deck. So let's start with Palkia V-Star. What are our thoughts on Palkia? Is this thing the new poster child and the new best deck in the format like it looks to be in Japan? Or is this a case where, you know, it's a good card, but it's not absolutely broken? Grant, do you want to start us off? What are your thoughts on Palkia V-Star? Well, I put a lot of thought into this. And, you know, I do follow the Japanese list a lot. Um, I think it's garbage. I'll go ahead and say it. I think it is so overhyped. I do not get why everyone's all over it. And I hope you all are. And I hope you show up 
to Milwaukee and NIC playing it because it is overrated. It has very little viability in our format, especially with the creativity and where everyone's heads are going and the love uh, for Turbo Dark. Like other decks that are going to just wash it over. Um, it's a good card. It's a good card. Yeah, it's a good card. Uh, but we're already seeing the shift in our meta away from everything Japan does. Um, seeing a lot more Bibberal, seeing the Jolteon come out, all these things. It just and Arceus is still just a powerhouse. So I don't, I don't get the hype. I mean, it's a good card. It's fine. Um, and if you want to overpay for it and play it, be my guest. Oh, how are you? How are you shotting an Arceus? Right. Arceus, Arceus Bib right now can just be like, cool. I'm gonna chill with two Arceuses and a barrel. How do you? How do you like? How do you deal with Arceus? Arceus is two shotting you. You're two shotting it. And like, both decks are going to be consistent, and both have this like built-in thing. We've already seen how like good Arceus is now with like the Bib engine, and it's fine. It does okay, and you're like just big chilling with that. Like, legitimately, it yes. It will beat like the bad RCS players that overbench and you just like smack them in the mouth, but like it's not anything that I'm like head over heels in love with. Plus, I I I think I think that there is a lot of room for lightning. I just I, I think lightning has this is this is where the, the problem is that my next tournament is still in the current meta, whereas Grants is in the next meta. Um, but like there was a long, long time where I was legitimately considering Raichu for Vancouver. And like, if it's, if it's somewhat decent now, you give it an auto win in the whole matchup department. Why is it not still good? For what it's worth, Grant will be at Vancouver with us too. Remind me to introduce oh, both of you. Yeah. <laughs> All three of us will be oh. in Vancouver. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, I... Seafood Towers on Friday night, right? Oh heck yeah! Okay, shoot, I didn't I'm know in. that. I thought, I thought was... <laughs> well, never mind then. Yeah, shoot, everyone, let's play Raichu on Vancouver. Podcast over. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of. The... <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it's funny. I was saying I thought Raichu would have been a decent play in New Jersey. I no. I literally <laughs> played hours of Raichu. Hours and hours and hours. I was sick last week, and I just stayed on PCTGO and played Raichu for three straight days. No sleep. I like it. No. If it if it beat Mew more consistently, I would yeah. be playing it. It's just not good. It just you just don't get the boss when you need to get the boss because you boss Vicavolta a Genesect and like what do they do? All right, Kevin, go ahead and give your fanboy love for Palkia now. Yeah, Palkia sucks. I'm a little upset that you were both not into Palkia. And I guess this is where we were originally going to have Sack on. Because Sack is <laughs> Sack is the person who uh, played uh, three games with Palkia, came into the team Discord and said, yo, this deck's absolutely broken and beats everything. <laughs> and I was, I was hoping he would back that claim up because Palkia is good. It's like a very good card, right? 280 HP? That's her. As a two-prizer? Good. 60 damage plus 20 for each bench Pokemon. Okay, so you can do up to, you know, what is that, 260, 290 with a choice belt? That's pretty good. Now, of course, Alex pointed out the obvious one. Well, what if they don't fill their bench? Look, people haven't learned how to not do that against Suicune yet, and that card's been out for like a year now. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're going to learn because of Palkia. Okay, one result from Suicune, though. 
Like Suicune's already basically dead. It's a good rogue deck. <laughs> I think Suicune's a good like, it, Grant Manley took it to second in one of the late nights that had like 400 people in it or something. Yeah, I think Suicune is a good card, good deck when piloted by a good person. It got top 16, I think it was, at EUIC as well. Which is like, technically good. It's a good, the, yeah, the, it's, a, it's a good deck. It's the same thing, but that's a, a stage, a basic, this is stage one. So the, the biggest issue for Suicune and why, why Palkia is actually just better is the 220 on a basic. 210 is a bad number to have if you're yeah. a V, and if you're 210, don't bother. If you're 220, thumbs up, we're, we're rolling. We're ready to go. That's actually super true. The um, amount of times my Arceus the different, it has had 210 damage on it going into my second turn is well above zero. Like, that's a handful of times where it's like, well, you didn't knock me out, so I'm perfectly fine here. Why do you think everyone's playing Zigzagoon in, like, most other Arceus builds now? Because, like, you need to hit that 220 number. It's, like, an, it's just another reason why you should play a, like, 3-2 or 4-2 Arceus in all of your Raichu builds, because you can flappy to it and hit for 230 with a choice band. Thank you. This has been another episode of <laughs> Right You. Yeah. Right You, the podcast. And I think the other part about Palkia that's like, it looks really good is the ability, right? The ability is really good for consistency. And then you remember Arceus's ability is uh, probably better. <laughs> I don't know if probably is even the correct word. Definitely better. Because Palkia's V Star ability is incredibly good. Like, if that was a GX attack or a GX ability, I guess, back in the GX days, that thing would have been better than most other GX attacks and GX abilities. But like Arceus just gets two cards and that's too Which good. You, so it goes without saying like a turn two of the game, obviously Arceus's V-Star is better, right? And then you think to yourself, all right, what about turn five on the game? Arceus's. Right? You're still, but you're still saying Arceus, even though like turn five, you're like, yeah, five energy or three energies. That sounds great. Sounds awesome, right? Have but, you ever star birth for both boss? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? that's like, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever not used Arceus's V Star in turn two of the game? Oh, oh, it's the best lift feeling in the entire world. <laughs> like well, I just got it. We got to keep in mind, path is still a thing. Yes. Um, and so, are you going to throw a pumpkaboo or a off path stadium in your Palkia deck to yes be able to? Three energies in. Here's okay. the plus one for Palkia, Temple of Sinnoh. I know we haven't gotten, we're not officially on trainers, but whatever. The idea that we're going to do Pokemon the trainers is incredibly stupid now that I think about it because decks. Temple of Sinnoh is all special energies are colorless and no other effect, right? Palkia is both defensive in that case and has a path bump for its ability as well. I think that's good. If you get a Temple of Sinnoh down against Arceus, they have to go find their own path, right? <laughs> on that same turn. It depends on the turn. I mean, okay, true. Eventually. Well, no, because then they can't Sharon's Care loop you. Or at least they can't do it easily if the right. Temple of Sinnoh is in the, play. Yeah. It depends on the turn and the deck, I guess. Because if you have, like, a Melanie, you're, you're, you're actually getting a benefit by the Temple if you can get the third energy on there to be hitting... 20 more damage you know does, like does the temple actually shut down arceus though no. it slows them down it's like path doesn't shut down arceus in the mirror match either but it's, it's not bad it, I, it, uh, give me slows, a temple over a, a path every time 
temple me all you want. I'll take that. Oh, yeah. I mean, because it slows you down, A, like if it's a temple turn two, I'm just going to go find my counter stadium and we win. And B, like if you get the attack off before the temple comes off, you have an RCS free to go. As long as that Arceus doesn't get one shot, you're getting two attacks off of it. And again, how are they going to one shot you? Exactly. Are are they putting Ludicolo in the deck? This whole idea of I I can't, I, Sharon's, we were talking about this last night during the pack opening here at Tabletop Village in Seattle, uh, where that, uh, like Sharon's looping, like, isn't a thing with like, like with Sinnoh, they were freaking out about it. It's like, dude, your attack accelerates energies and basic energies. Like, I'm going to Sharon's the one that's, has the double on it promote the one that i accelerated to turn to bench the other one accelerate to that one Sinnoh does nothing eventually you're going to run out of energy though that works no. like twice but, but now yes. in, now the new meta you can easily fix that that's a, a easily fixable problem but that's all you need you don't need the, give me a scenario give me a, a situation where you're like man i really want three arceus like, I really want to make my opponent go through three Arceus. Yeah. Nobody in the history of Pokemon TCG has ever taken three Arceus to win a Pokemon game. N- now uh, let's look at the I disagree with that statement. No one's ever done that. I would no like to go ever. back to most of Never. my Salt Lake City rounds. <laughs> a very significant flip- amount of those were uh, three Arceus games. Take the flip side of this, though. Now you're, you're Palkia, and you put down the Temple. On the, on the flip side, you put down Path, block their ability they don't have a sharon's loop what's their loop okay cheryl and then the ability so they have to find another stadium to get rid of path or the pumpkin whatever so or you know with the intelligent engine so they're running through their intelligent engine just to be able to get three energies down to put on something that's going to get the other one's getting knocked out no matter what like it's it's a much worse arceus i think i think People are going to build Palkia wrong right off the gate, just like everyone built Mew wrong right off the gate. Um, I think something like three path one Sinnoh is going to be like the thing to do, um, because like Arceus is going to f- going to have to bounce your path. They're going to have to, and the turn you do it, you're like, sweet, here's three energies. But that's it. Then you're done. And yeah, and then you're just like, here's a path back. Yeah. So you have it in case of emergency, but like, yeah. One Sinnoh, maybe zero. I don't see people playing a bunch of it. So let's transition to the actual best V-star in the set. Okay. Which is Hisui and Samurott. Yes! I think, yes! Th- I think this card, at the uh, currently, at the very least, is incredibly good right now. As long as Zigzagoon and Quick Shooting exist, I think this card is very powerful. It's better than Darkrai. I agree with that statement, and I'm going to let you explain why, because I hate Darkrai, and I can't form a good argument except I hate Darkrai. Grant's ready to chomp at the bit. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, where, did I, where did I come up with uh, the Samurai? So the, the idea here is that, like, first off, you're hitting 220, right? Good Which, number. as I previously said, right, like, that's what makes all these Arceus feel overly comfortable. It's like, oh, my 220 is safe. But, like, it's not right uh a ping puts you to 230 so like even even better some like you're hitting this magical number of 260 more often than not and like everyone loves to hit this like 230 260 with a ping or with a quick shooting or whatever to deal with opposing rcs's you have a way easier time of taking early prizes with samurai than you do with Darkrai. Mm-hmm. here's the scenario right how many cards do you need with samurai to do 220 on turn two of the game you need attach, attach, evolve, goonping. That's it. That's all you need. 
you're doing 230, right? Ping plus 220. Whereas Darkrai, in order to deal 220 on the second turn of the game, you're going to need, uh, what is it, like five energies at some point. Three of them need to find the discard. You need to find a Moltres or some Dark Patches. You need to probably hit a Research somewhere in there. You need to hit the Evolve, but you do with the Samurai anyway. Like, you have to hit two attachments plus other attachments onto the bench to hit 220 of the game. Is Darkrai's damage cap higher? Yes, but that's not really a big deal right now because Samurai is still hitting the numbers that need to be hit for the meta. You need to get to that 280 mark to deal with RCS, the BDIF. And as long as you can comfortably be like, okay, look, I can hit 280 at some point in the game between Italian pings, goon pings, and just raw damage from Hosui and Samurai, you're going you're gonna to keep that tempo going, whereas Darkrai is like, oh, I, boy, I hope I hit my, my, my Moltres and my Dark Patches, and I hope I don't get knocked out turn two of the game and lose a couple of my energies. You're not going to get the one-shots with Darkrai. You're just not going to get there. Just, okay. No, Grant, go for it. <laughs> so I, I get that. that they, we're we're focused on the early hit, the 220 number. But again, the same thing's going to come up. And it depends on, we can talk about how you build Samurott. If you don't get that knockout, then what's it worth to you? You know, or... they're going to power up Sharon. Okay. Okay, that's two prizes. It's The whole engine doesn't really work without the one Samurott going off. If you don't hit that, you're so far behind. That's true of Arceus too, can, though. Right, right. But you can get in your Sharon loop. You you ping, you don't get it. I can put a uh uh charm or even a cape on it and be alive. Are you running it with Eternatus to get a big bench, throw oh. goon pings down? Like what how are we playing this thing? Just you're playing it's you're... its own deck because the if Intelli- it doesn't get off, then you're Quick shooting. You're Quick shooting and Zigzagoon. Similar to Jolteon having both. Okay, now you've taken the speed out of the game. You need two attachments and a goon <laughs> ping to hit 220 in turn two. No, you, well, you're okay. Intellium ping is what he said. Oh, I'm taking from that. That's not the, the engine, though. No, but I it is the early game. Yeah. You hit 220 in the game with attach, attach, bench. And then if if you don't, I share and pick it up, and I'm still but going. By that point, I have a Drizzile in play, most likely, and then you go. Goon ping, Inteleon ping, choice band, 280. I'm shot in the RCS anyway. Or if you're Sharon's looping, I'm KOing the Arceus on the bench. That's the big deal there. That's like how Kevin Krieger's deck wins against Arceus. You you, you never hit the active, you always KO the bench. Yeah, but choice belt counters the charm. No, no, you're short with the charm. I think it's very fragile. I think that's what all, all I'll get to is I think it's a very... Fra- I'm not saying it's a, a bad deck. I'm saying I think it's a very fragile engine to be like, okay, this is so, like, the best V-Star in the, in the <laughs> set. It's a very fragile deck. I'm curious to hear your best V-Star. Because you have none because it's Samurott. Palkia? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so the card you just said is complete garbage. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I mean they're they're all good in their own ways. I just think okay, if we're focusing on what's the best one, okay, if the best one of a new deck archetype, I think uh yeah, it's probably Dark Rise, just a a a rebirth of Turbo Dark. And now you have cards to play Turbo Dark. You you Galarian Moltres, both of them, right? Yeah, are right. insane for the deck. Exactly. They are. They, they you can just ramp like turn four. 
you can just be like, here's five more energies and just go. Problem. The problem is always going to be, can I get those pieces in my hand or when I need them? Sure. But if you do, and you have bat as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you have built in draw. I think, you know, and, and the Greninja will get to that one. But like as, as an archetype, I think that one's just a automatic solid consistent deck to be a performer versus this i think it's still fragile i don't know like i said earlier how do you build it we're talking is... intel engine you yep. have no oko potential without a full combo every time you mean it's like like uh like Melo said i think you just just play it like you do jolteon right and and that's and that's proven in the past to be wrong the only thing that's hurt jolteon is its numbers right is the fact that it can't deal with Arceus very well and the fact that it's like a 300 HP three prizer. That's what's hurt Jolteon. Jolteon is still consistent and good and in terms of like Manaphy. And Manaphy. Rock, right? Yeah. And right, everyone's true. playing Manaphy because of the mysterious fear of uh, the Urshifu that doesn't exist in North America. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with that statement. But I mean, I'm still going to play it in Vancouver. Urshifu? Oh, Manaphy. No, Manaphy. Yeah. No, I think every. I really want to play Urshifu, and everyone I talk to says, I don't think people are going to play it, but also I'm still going to play all of the techs. Yeah. Because the West Coast it, loves techs. If, especially if you play Crobat, uh, the VMAX, like it's just another one prize. Like it, you never, you're never really punished for having it in your deck. Sorry, uh, just as a aside, I forgot, I forgot we're not even talking about Samurai's V Star ability, which is really good. <laughs> Which which gets you to like if you miss the one shot gets you there. Path right? as well. Yeah, <laughs> like, how do you like, search that one out? Now you're using your Intellion. You have to have chain. You have to have find five cards from your Intellion line. Yes, and to pull easier. off one combo to get a two prizes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gladly. Uh, also, Brian just walked in and, and gave me this for you, Kevin. Oh, sick! Nice. No leaks. <laughs> It's a oh, gold path to the peak for the audio listeners. Oh. oh, yeah. I was hoping you wouldn't say it. I, th- um, I think people are figuring out what I'm playing in Vancouver. <laughs> you see, you have to do enough stuff so that you have the benefit of people watching on YouTube, not Spotify. Because then people will be like, oh, man, I got to go check his YouTube out as well. You know what I mean? Like and subscribe. Man, I really like that shirt, Mello. See, now they have to go watch the YouTube. <laughs> So my second favorite, third favorite, I guess Palkia is probably number two. My third favorite V-Star and the one that I think I'm the only person in the world who's excited about is Lilligant or Hisuian Lilligant, technically. It's 130 plus 100 if you're turning energy from your hand, which synergizes perfectly with Gardenia's. So you're hitting hard. You're hitting 230. That's pretty good, right? That's like a good number. Very good. Grass is a cool type because it KOs Samrot and Darkrai. And no one plays fire because fire doesn't exist. Shout out to James Arnold, former podcast guest, for getting 17th place with Charizard. But, it, it doesn't exist because uh, Palky is a thing now. Yeah, so you have no weakness. You hit fairly hard. I, I like it. I like Lilligan. I don't, I'm not claiming it the best card in the set, but I think it is a good deck, and I don't think anyone thinks it's a good deck right now. There's a lot of grass support too, as far as yeah the gardenia obviously, but um, turf field as mm-hmm. a stadium, and so you're putting five combo uh, 
grass and energy, you can really pull off some really cool combos. There's a ton of healing and, and supportive stage one, stage twos. Obviously, Rillaboom exists as well. Um, yeah, the damage is fine, right? Uh, yeah, 230, 260 with a belt. Um, yeah, I like it. I don't know how you build it yet, but uh, I think it's it's probably better than Samurott. And I'll take if you want to go head to head, I'll take Lulgan. You can have Samurott. Fair. I'd still find a way to win. I uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Lilligan slides into that whole like like B tier of decks, kind of where Suicune is now. Where Suicune's like good. It has the potential to win a tournament. It's solid. Like, you know, it does the thing that it wants to do consistently, and it does the thing, but it's not as good as other things. I think Lilligant falls right into that role of, like, yes, you can pull your combos off. Yes, it's good numbers. Yes, you're doing all these things. But other things just do it slightly better and more consistently. I think it's yeah. a good card. Yeah. It's a good card. I mean, just... it, hit, it hits your 220 number you like. Yeah. So it, it fits that mold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you and can hit that... 220... With a V, it's a good card. And if you mm-hmm. can hit 250, it's busted. Yeah, well. So, Darkrai. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> show me show me your... Uh, well, 250 would be with a ping, right? So show me your, what, seven energies on your field? Seven and a ping, sure. Yeah. I'm just not into Turbo Dark. I think... So, okay, here's my hot take. Listeners... Feel free to at me on Twitter and tell me how much you hate me for this take, but Getting my phone out. at mellow underscore magic <laughs> the amount of people who talk about how much they hate blank deck or blank format. I hate tag teams. I hate this. I hate that. And then are automatically like turbo dark was the most fun deck I've ever played. You just played a big basic deck that vomited cards and tried to win as quickly as possible. You cannot talk about hating other formats because that format is just, I'm going to go boom. Hooray. I'm not a fan of dark cry. If you enjoy those decks, that's great. I don't love them. And I most importantly dislike the people (laughs) who talk about them. Are you complaining about that format? No, I'm not complaining about that format. I'm saying the people who love that format complain about other formats that are the exact same thing of here's a big basic that's doing a lot of damage very fast. Okay. That format had Sable Garb in it. That's why I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've always back off a little bit. No, so I have, a, I have a disdain for Turbo Dark purely for that reason, which is a terrible reason. I'm well aware of that. But uh, mediocre deck. It's gonna, um, it'll win a regional, sure. Well, no, it won't, because we only have like one regional in this format. As long as we're talking about our, our spicy picks with Lilligan, uh, I got two of them that... Actually, three of them that I really, 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 really like, but are bad for one reason, and I hate it. Okay, give us one. One? Uh, well, okay, um, give us all three, but start with one of them, I guess. Unless they're all bad <laughs> for the same reason. No. <laughs> the, the first one is like a two second conversation. It's Heatran VMAX. Like, it, <laughs> GG's. Weak to Palkia. That, yes, that's the only reason. Other than that, if it if water wasn't as prevalent, this card would be all blessed. Yeah. Absolutely blessed. Like, oh, the healing 50. Oh. Yeah. 
That's pretty good. It's so big on a 330 HP Pokemon. Especially How if you, you ex- have a stadium in play when Fire already has arguably the best stadium in the game. Right? Like, and like the thing is, your acceleration with that, you get a heal of the damage that you put on there. And then the some. And then you bop them for 180 plus choice band is 210 plus burn is 230. Yeah. Yummy, yummy. Like, <laughs> there's your there's your number. And you can rule shark your opponent because they don't know how burn works because that hasn't been a thing forever. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, uh, my opponent doesn't have a burn counter. Well they, cha- well, they changed it with the Pokemon checkup stuff, so. True. Yo, um, that's true. How about so, Baby Heatran in there, though? Rate, uh, Radiant Heatran will have I its like, date. We'll like have its time it. in the sun. Are we, t- are we talking expanded or standard? Standard. Okay. Standard. I think expanded, I would agree with for sure. You can power it up one turn. No. I mean, if you, if like, here's the thing. What do you do? What do you do against an opponent who benches a Radiant Heatran, throws the stadium out, and accelerates a fire engine, puts two damage? You have to deal with that now. Right. Because if you don't, it's hitting 280 next turn. Next turn, yep. Like, it's coming at you and it's, shot in Arceus. It's really good. Yeah. For anyone who's never met Alex before, he loves Sable Garb more than anything else, but his number two is janky single prizers that take too much work. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. (laughs) We want to talk about Empire for an entire day and a half? I'm your guy. All right, what's your number two? I think the Heatran VMAX is a very obvious why we're not playing it. Yes. Um, I think think Ryko V. Oh, sorry, not Ryko. Luxor V. Wait, why is that card bad? I think that card is disgustingly good. Uh, shout out to our buddies over at Omnipoke, but I got beef. Uh, they can they can find me. They can find me in in a, in a dark alley. They gave it a one out of five, and yeah. I about threw my phone out of my car when I was listening to their. Well, if you if you ever question it, just go look at the Cosmic Eclipse uh, set preview. Oh yeah, the two out of five ADP. Yeah, they can whiff. Oh. Easy to I love Joe Bernard. Not, not, yeah, it's not a shot at them. I, I love them as well. I watch everything I, they put out. I've only met Joe, and I met him in like 2016 at Worlds or something like that. He was hanging out with the Poke Beach crew, and he was a cool. Yeah, you know, like I, he's a cool guy. Uh, I played him at that Worlds. Great dude. Uh, but uh, he's wrong. Luxray V as a one out of five is 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 angers me. I think this card yeah. is very good. It's not a deck. But it is, yeah. it's what control and or lock decks and or something that plays double turbo energy and just is in awkward position sometimes is missing. Answer me this. How does, out, outside of Sharon's care, because Sharon's care, duh. Outside of Sharon's care, how does Arceus and Teleon deal with Paralyze? Right. That, I've been saying it. There's just so little switch right now, and so we're all relying on attach. But you can't. Yeah. Now you can't attach retreat. Mm-hmm. So Bib Bib Arceus obviously plays like two switch two rope. Not that's not what we're dealing with here. We're talking about Arceus and Teleon, which is still, yeah. in my opinion, slated to be BDIF. You hit it, you hit it for one twenty, right? You hit it for one twenty. They're paralyzed. They can't do anything. They pass it over to you. You attach a band. You hit it for two fifty. Now they're sitting at two hundred and seventy HP. You goon ping it the next turn and start the loop over again. Yeah, I like it. You hit perfect numbers. Like, it's, it is made. This card is just made for slaying Arceus and Talion. Oh my gosh. We're like, sure. reading a completely different card. Yeah, I, I'm focused right. on Fang Snipe. Oh, well, that's a great start. Yeah. 
great, cool, thumbs up. But you play I'm with Alina, <laughs> and you play with Alina, and so you just they have no, no out next turn. You're perfect. Yeah, like I, it's it literally Luxray V single handedly beats Arceus Antalion single handedly by are itself. Bring, are you bringing it to Milwaukee? I'm not going to Milwaukee. <laughs> if you were going to Milwaukee, Don't. I would have to test it. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Don't if, put it past him bringing it to NAIC. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm about to say it. Like, if Arceus Intellion dumpsters Milwaukee, you bet your bottom dollar that I will be bringing some sort of Flaffy deck to NAIC. I can confirm oh. this. He loves Flaffy. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think that. I think. I think Flaffy is just waiting in the rings, ready to just ruin days. I think the most important part of this card to me is so thanks at 30 your opponent reveals their hand discard a trainer yeah. card you find there what has control been missing discard look look at all the cards in the world mally v max bottom of the deck fan of waves bottom of the deck Yelgrunt, back to hand not to discard this is like the only card okay berserker flip three coins whatever but yeah, this is like berserker. the only card that consistently discard something in this current format and i think that is incredibly powerful and something control has been missing because so many times you're like, all right, I bossed something, but also I can't discard anything. And I'm just kind of going to sit here and hope for the best. I think this card is so good. I'm thinking you bossed all something. You sit there and fang snipe for 10 damage. You whittle away at those resources and you do that and win the game. In theory, it's how it's how Vicavolt decks can beat Mew now mm -hmm. because because you can rip away a lot of their energy retreats. Like, if you can get rid of their DTE and their training court, um, Vicavolt will just beat Mew. Because you boss stall the Vicavolt, or you boss stall, sorry, you boss stall a Genesect, and I've already talked about how, like, the number, I haven't talked about it here, I've talked to you about it, how, like, the numbers are absolutely perfect to boss one up, Vicavolt it a bunch of times, boss another one up, Vicavolt that a whole bunch of times, and then finish off two Genesects with a Regilecki. Including with Oricorio math, there is one turn where they can like bench an Oricorio and do stuff, but Mew players are not going to see that coming. Um, I still, you've told me the deck list, and I still don't see the Regilecki coming. So it's it's one of these things where like, uh, if you hit it fifty fifty fifty, Regilecki will snipe it then later mm. for uh, forty and knock it out. If they put an Oricorio down, you're hitting it for thirty a turn. You'll put them up to one eighty, snipe it with the twenty from the Regilecki. Right. The only time that the math doesn't work is if they bench the Oricorio on the turn where they have a hundred damage on them. What That's if they the only time that it wouldn't work? Bench a Manaphy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if they bench a Manaphy? Yeah. <laughs> if a Mew player benches a Manaphy, I am raising my hand and being like, "You need to deck check this man, sir." <laughs> I think uh, I look over at the Mew player next to you has Manaphy on the bench as well. <laughs> what did I do? I just go home. Did I miss a Twitter post or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, we're, so, I'm off the deep end. What's but bad about third, Luxray? You had a third deck. You had a third deck, didn't you? Yeah. So I'm off. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I need to stop Let's talking leave about this one for later. I think this would be yeah. great next set. I think it's it's not it's time's not here yet. I think it's good. Luxray. Whatever Sander does, this card is good. It's gonna be in one of Sander's top sure. eight it, decks. It's worth it's it's worth a buy one maybe two of right yes. now. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Save it. Uh, there's uh, honestly there's actually like a lot of cards that are like buy two of them save it it will be good yeah. just yeah. not right now because of xyz uh the other one that i really like is Sasui and sneezler yo the sneezler <laughs> i hear keyboard typing k 
Carrying Climb ability. As long as this Pokemon is on your bench, your active Pokemon's retreat cost is two uh, less. No, 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 no. The V. V. Ah, of course. So Poison Claws for zero energy. Your opponent's active is now poisoned. Dire Claw, dark colorless, 80 damage. Attack is 80 damage for each special condition affecting your opponent's active Pokemon. Also for retreat. That's kind of cool. It's for retreat. Uh-huh. Right? And with the with the with Butterfree, which you can just drop, yeah, uh, you just do it. Uh, you're hitting 240, right? Then the burn of the poison from the Butterfree, you're 270. Yeah. Choice band 300. Okay. How is that in dark dark <laughs> patch chargeable? And you have built yeah. in pivots because yep. the deck has free retreat. My word, why aren't more people talking about this? Yeah, I don't hate it. You sold me. <laughs> I don't it's hate it either. You can run turf field because you don't need anything else, so you get the guaranteed Butterfree, right? You run well. You have to run. I think you have to run Sinnoh to deal with Fusion Strike energy. But if you're really worried about your dark type, oh, never mind. Just kidding. (laughs) Ignore me. Yeah, but you can't. You can't put abilities on them (laughs) or or conditions. But if you're playing dark, you could put in a dark package of some sort to deal with Mew if you didn't want to play Sinnoh. But honestly, like. How many sneezers are you going to need? Three? Cool. We put three in the deck, right? How many? What, what's your Butterfree line? Two, two, one, two, two, two. You don't need much because Scoop Up Neck exists, right? That's room enough for an Inteleon engine. That sounds like a deck of cards. Yeah. I don't hate it. Like, I don't hate it. It sounds like an LDF uh, YouTube video. It sounds you like know, a, I think it's a step above an LDF YouTube video. Hey, here's the thing: two Sneezlers. You have them take two Sneezlers, and then you could you could have them take an Inteleon, and you could play a Baby Moltres because we're playing Dark decks. Like, you what? Why is this card not like a four out of five or a five out of five sort of thing? Hundred ninety HP. Cool. You're blowing everything else up. Yeah, but you're just trading equally with other decks. You're doing it probably a little bit better. If your Butterfree that. engine. <laughs> can do it better then sure i will agree with that statement i think it's a fine deck but i think you're still talking about a one yeah. one one or whatever a two 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 butterfree line that you're yeah, heavily reliant it. on play it with lilligan you can find all your butterfree piece yo now we're talking you need a v-star <laughs> i know i know i'm a deck builder what can i say Dude, see what i mean see what i mean i think i think i think this card a lot of people are going to look at it and be like, oh, cool, it's another like bulk V, or it's like a tier three thing that someone's going to bring to your locals, or like so you, uh, babies. It's, babies a local, first, oh. it's a locals card for now. I'll put it no. here. We, I, we need to stop putting them in tiers, like uh, stars and all that. This is a locals tier off the rip. A incorrect. good, like, <laughs> a point. Okay, locals worth uh, will get you points. You'll win your locals with that. You show up with that. No one will know what what, what is this. To be fair, our locals are stacked. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what is it? You have to read every card. Not yeah. everyone yes. can be Luke Smith. And... That's the advantage that I take into every single regionals I go into. <laughs> if my opponent can't read half of my deck, then not doing it right. Well, I, I think that's just like a good philosophy, just as a, we're going to go on this tangent. As a good philosophy to have into our regionals is because everybody at our regionals does their research. They kind of know what decks exists in the thing, especially when you start getting the top tier tables, right? But you throw down something unexpected, all of a sudden, all of their research goes out of the right. out the window. 
right? Well, that's right what Sanders, Sanders deck was great for that. And then he got on stream round eight and everyone had the book on him for day two and he got just slaughtered. Right. But that uh, my, my philosophy is make day two and then see what happens. Right. Yeah. It's like make it to game seven in a, in like a world series, right? Game seven, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Right. So as long as you get to the, to the thing, who knows, make it to right. day two, weird things can happen. Take, Sneezler to day two of and I see I see I took I took worlds yeah I played I played Mega Manetric in a field of Night March and made day two shoot that's all I gotta do yeah I'm gonna say day two that's a yeah. low bar because Alex is better than most of the people at NAIC so <laughs> I, I I don't know if that counts as Sneezler being good or Alex playing a deck that he has optimized and just being better than most of his opponents I appreciate that. Sir, thank you for the compliment. Never mind. Your trash sneezler's good. Okay. There it is. <laughs> I'll honestly take that as well. <laughs> it was a trick. All right, do we just want to hit a couple of the other cards? Because we still have all the trainers. At yeah. The stadium. Grant, I was going to say, we've both gone through our most excited, exciting cards. Give us yours. I mean, I think the best Pokemon in the set's Radiant Greninja. I don't think we need to talk about it too much because it fits into almost every deck in some way. The other reason I think Palkia is good is Palkia's ability can use this to yeah. KO two Drizziles if they're not playing Mana V, which is uh, really good. And in that same, we'll stick on the Palkia line. I think Starmie has some uh, form and fit in the meta. I yep. think it's really and it has great alt art. <laughs> so um, does it? I, it can. Oh, yeah, that's a good alt art. Oh, that's an expensive card. That's a chase card. Yeah. 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 The uh, we talked about it in before we got started. The mill tank, I think, <laughs> has viability as far as just being a hindrance card as a one prizer to throw in decks to throw things off. And I know you have something to say about it, Alex. Well, first of all, Starmie, Starmie V will be played immensely, right? It, yeah. it has the capability of responding to a Arceus accelerating three energies because you just bop, attach, Melanie, boom. Like you take yep. two prizes, which is like half the battle. At right? the very least, the fact that the card exists means people are going to play around it if you're playing water energies. Yep. And them playing around it means they're not playing optimally to their own game plan. And I think that's yes. a big deal. That might be why Sinnoh is seeing success because if someone's really, really scared of the Starmie, they'll only accelerate one energy so they don't get choice ban shot. And then they're like, here's a Sinnoh, here's a knockout. And then, well, then what do you do? Um, come back to Palkia. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, because like the thing is, like, Palkia has like, Palkia does the thing. Palkia attaches and attacks, and that's it, right? Opponents have to play around it. That's the benefit of it. But good players can play around it, fine, and bad players won't. So there you go. Uh, Mill tank. Mill tank. It makes me cry. I I like bench blocking. The single prize, you don't hit me with your double prize things. Sigalyph, great stuff. Suicune, second at 2015, right? There, there's a lot of like really cool basic blocking or V blocking basics. That's the way to play them. Decidueye, eh, right? Alteria, barf, right? Like those things were only really seen in like niche play, cutesy little things. But now you have it back on a basic for the first time in forever and you're like, yes, here we go. Uh, but Pokemon TCPI not realizing that like they built something that is just unplayable. You're, you 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 
put it, you're, you're, the attack is terrible. Yeah. Like, the attack is bad because your opponent's just like, oh, cool. So you can't build around a mill tank. You can't build quad mill tank, three mill tank. You're playing it as a two of or a one of because you can't build around it because the attack is just so bad. It's terrible. Against Arceus and Talion, your opponent, like, if they're like, oh, I'm playing quad mill tank, you can't meet with your Arceus, they're like, cool, I'll spend, uh, Seven turns just charging up my Intellions, and then I'll go in, and what do you do? You just lose. So you can't build around it. You just can't. Yeah, and in the meantime, you ping with Greninja, ping, and you ping with your attack, and now <laughs> all three of them are dead in one turn. What, what you mean the? Oh, you mean Miltank Greninja? Yeah, the Miltanks are dead. No, if you if you come in, you power up uh, Arcus. Intellion. Yeah, because Arcus should run the Greninja. Twenty right? on two of them on the bench. You put seventy on them with the Greninja. You ping them again. Now two are dead and the active's dead. So man, I'll gladly play around a. I mean, like I what you're playing. It's a good. Uh, my thought was it's just a good hindrance card. I, I see a lot of it. Japan ha- tried to make it happen as a four of in a deck, but then they've put it in. It's like the one two of. It's just all right. I need to buy one turn. True. Sure. I understand it as that, but but that's. I suppose going back to to my point of like you can't build around it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not good. It's not a good no. card. But it is uh, it, it will see play for sure. I think the existence of of perfume, what is it? What is it? Butt perfume, what's it called? Yeah. Uh, That's not the name. Challenge, challenging cologne. Cancel. Uh, is it? Cance, canceling cologne? One or the other. Canceling cologne, sorry. Yeah, that actually makes way more sense. Like um butt, butt cologne. Butt, butt perfume. I just butt like don't coming to a regional near card. you. Uh, some kids sprayed Axe in the body, or, uh, like they, they did the whole can of Axe in the middle of the hallway today. And I just looked at my other teacher friend, and I was like, "Yeah, we teach middle school. Yeah. No <laughs> abilities. Yeah, no abilities. Yeah, no abilities. I should have said that." To him. <laughs> it's like, oh no. Uh, um, but like, it because that card exists. Like, if Arceus is really scared, they'll just play one. Yeah. And just be like, you go. Like, I knocked you out. Ha ha. Um. Because in that scenario, it's more it, it acts as a boss. Because boss is like boss for one prize if they're playing tech mill tanks. That is now a, uh, but no, sorry, <laughs> canceling cologne <laughs> uh, for one prize. It's a one prize card. Like that, yeah. what that, what canceling cologne says is that I get to take a free prize if my opponent's dumb and is playing a mill tank. Yeah. Boop. Like, why wouldn't you play a card that says take a prize? Because no one's going to play Miltank. Exactly. <laughs> I do like canceling clones. I guess we're going to get into the trainers now. Unless, Grant, you had yeah. another Pokemon? The only one, other one I think about uh, could see any sort of play immediately would be like a Y-Deer V. Just the ability to be able to... You know, we've seen it with Coco before. Um, something else, too. Uh, the new one. Oh. Riders fetched. Just to be able to scoop up all the energies, go attack. I think is it. I don't think it hits very hard, but it's colorless, so it has all those it's, fun tricks. And it's good with Sharon's, right? Because you can Sharon loop it. Yeah. So I think um, it's, I, I think it's fine. It's good in Darkrai builds too, because like your Darkrai's hurt and you need to take by one more it's turn. Just a sweeper, can, yeah. Good yeah. pick up and do the damage number that you need. Yeah. No, I think I think I think it's a worth buying one of Wiredeer. Yeah. Um. I if if uh, Yoga Loop, if the cards Yoga Loop and Talion and Zigzagoon were not all not in format, 
Bisharp might be BDIF. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bisharp's that really good. Awesome. Yeah, that card's awesome. The deck sounds really uh, fun. You can see yeah. that engine working. Yeah, yeah. It, it it naturally like builds itself, and it, 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 there's a lot of cool interactions that you can do with it. A lot of cool techs you can play in it. Like it's a fun thing. But then your opponent's just like Yoga Loop, and you lose. Yeah. Same reason so, Mad Party's unplayable. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's the other one? Oh, Mighty Anna. It's not really the death yeah. of Mew. They just don't play the VMAX. Um, it gives it gives Zoroark builds like an out to Mew, but they already have one. So like yeah. Zoroark builds, that doesn't help them at all. Um, what was the other one? There was one other like big one that I was. Enjoy Manti. Golduck. Uh, <laughs> it's a good attack, just a bad cost. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, I want to talk about Diancy real quick. I love this card. I think it's not playable currently, but it's the your opponent cannot use supporters to affect your benched basics. And it has collect as an attack or spike draw or something like that. So it's Articuno. Yeah. Without without the energy excel or energy move attack. But with drawing cards as an attack. Sure. I like Diancy a lot. I don't know where or if it will ever be good probably not and people are gonna say well what about escape rope but like how many people play escape rope i think one of the most annoying things is when people are like but this card exists that counters it and it's like yeah but like people don't really play that card like when people tell me magikarp loses a spirit tomb yes i i I don't care (laughs) uh what was it who it was um one of mike's takes that spirit tomb will be in a top 16 oh yeah it's like an unplayable card (laughs) <laughs> i like diancy i exists. think there's a world where diancy is a very strong card for a single tournament in a deck i don't know what that world is but i like it i like it a lot to be fair to answer your question of what decks are playing escape rope well mew uh rcs bib and like a lot of other things are taking it as a one of it's a it's mm. a one of in whatever i'm playing i think it's a it's such a good card so- to be fair. Yeah, but you can survive uh, one escape rope. That's not... You need a second Diancy. Well, it helps you beat Arceus and Teleon, the straight version. I think like you get in a Sharon's loop and they try and keep something off the bench, so you can't... Oh, no, I'm not saying escape rope's not good. I'm saying a Diancy deck could beat a single escape rope. Oh. Okay. It's like Mew running three escape ropes. Well, yeah, that would probably body any Diancy deck that exists. I don't care about uh, that. Thievel's not worth it, right? Thievel's bad. I don't know what it does, so yeah, it's bad. The other one is a, a good one of pickup and probably get the alt art, the hoot hoot. Oh, the alt art's so good. The alt art is very pretty, and it's kind of a cool effect. It's what, uh, what was it, Greedon or something? Uh, there was a carbink that... Same... Uh, Energy Keeper carbink from Fates Collide, the same thing. Yeah, so it's worth a pickup just to have in your collection. I, I, there is... The reason that I don't think it'll really ever see play is because control decks are always nichely played, always. Uh, Carbink did the same thing in a Crushing Hammer live format, and no one ever played it. You played the it other. It did win a regional. Did it not? Is that not the same Carbink that Mahone played in his? No, no, that no? is the EX blocking Carbink. Oh, I thought he played the Crushing Hammer Carbink. If he played one of, then I guess I just don't know. But uh, Carbink, the the thing that people played with the break, Carbink break, was the EX blocking one. 
Hmm. Interesting. So I still like but, Hoot. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a cool card. It's it's always a neat one to have just in case Crushing Hammer does start ruining the meta, but uh, I don't see that happening anytime soon. It's some. It's a good card. Like cards like that are good to be aware of that they exist too, and yeah. not being told about it the night before and having to try and find. Them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, trainers. Um, yeah, I didn't have anything else. I don't think. Should we just go down the list and just? Oh, actually, one I wanted to ask you guys about because I think a lot of people are divisive on it. I'm sorry. I know we were going to get into trainers, but I see we in Voltorb. Not worth it. Colorless to attach. Free to attach on turn two. Three. I uh... no, unless you're playing a deck with a lot of uh, what's it called? Free retreaters or switches or something like that. Okay. I, it's, yeah, right it's now, bad. right now the ener- energy attach benefit isn't there, right? For missing a turn of what you're trying to do. Right. Yeah. No, I I just seen a lot of people like people seem online at least seem to be really, really torn yeah. on if it's like busted or not. Um, yeah, that, I forget who, another who one compared know it to the yeah. Battle VIP pass. Me. Okay, that was yeah. <laughs> like, the card's absolutely broken, but like, so was Battle VIP pass, and almost no one plays that, right? So it's like, is this actually better to play so many dead cards in the future? Sure, you can quick ball for it to find it, but like, no. Because uh, it's it. the effect is good, right? So check for two hundred and attach it, right? Like that card would be decent on like any for free, for free on a single prizer. Yeah. As for free on a single prizer, search deck for two energies and attach. Good attack. Uh, but if you miss it, then then you if have you this assuming Voltorb. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. You missed that. Now you have the other things that you need. You need to have other Pokemon set up. Two you of have them. to have a full set. Yeah, you have to have full setup to be able to reap the benefits of it. And then what's your next play? Yeah. 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 So. And then they and then they boss something on the bench. And now you have a assuming Voltorb taking up a bench. <laughs> right. I'd love the, for... the evolution is garbage. I love Beacon, but no. Energyless attack, right? Well, Beacon was different because has, uh, because the format was nine tails. Well, yeah, nine tails existed. Nine tails, yeah. I mean, okay, also true, but there were decks it, that ran Beacon even without nine tails. I will, well, I'll tell you right now. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and you can Beacon for like a Lele and stuff, and a Lele is a good attacker. Mm-hmm. So like you're growing a you're getting a supporter and an attacker in one go. Um, but answer me this, if Hasuian Electrode had a shady dealings type of a thing. This would be an instant four of. Yeah. Right? You don't like triple draw? <laughs> What's wrong with three cards for free, dude? No. Marnie rotates, so you'll probably get to keep them. Yeah, you just don't take prizes because you're doing nothing, so Roxanne doesn't disrupt your hand, and you're good. Right. Boom! Look at that. They can't Roxanne you if you don't take prizes. Genius. Because <laughs> no one's going to play Judge, so you're fine. That's how you. That's how you get around Roxanne, dum dums. That's a good question. Are people going to play Judge immediately as a replacement? Maybe. I don't think so. Right. I, did, I, I think there's going to be something like Judge Picarom that came out of Worlds where it's like, I'm going to spam Judge and all these play out of hand decks are going to eventually brick and they'll win in cheese games because of it. I think there will be a deck like that. Yeah. Judge Judge pairs well with your own Bibberol, though. Oh, That's yeah. true. Bib so, is going to be the, in every deck. Right. Uh, so probably. if your opponent doesn't get it, if your opponent doesn't get a Bib out, right, and yeah. you go, here's a Judge. Here's a here's a fang snipe from from Luxray. 
Yeah, here's a here's a Starbirth Judge Path. GGs. All right, trainers. Trainers. You want to go, just go down the list? Yeah, quick. we'll start with Adaman. It's Crasher Wake V2. Bad. Could I'll, I'll find a way to make it playable, but pass. Canceling yeah. Cologne. I love this card for all the reasons Alex hates it. I have an instant out to Deciduize, Amazenta, Hoopa, whatever wall shenanigans come at me. Oh, now I have to shove this bad Pokemon? Nah. Here's I like a it as a card. Tra- yep, I'm happy it exists. Screw your walls. Yep. I'm furious it exists. Because <laughs> uh, here's, here's what it's telling you. Here's what it's telling you. <laughs> Yeah. It's 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 Pokemon loudly saying we don't like single prizers. Loudly. Item lock them. Yeah. It, Item lock them with, with the, your wall Pokemon. Give oh, me that'd be give gross. me a, give me a single prizer that item locks and you bet you I'll play that card. Uh I, <sighs> Item lock and then discard it from their hand. Now that we have discard from hand. It just it it what it says like and we like it's no secret it's absolutely no secret that Pokemon is all about like the big flashy I'm dealing damage I'm a V I'm a I have fifty alt arts I am a three prizer I have a full art ooh like it's the stuff that like hooks uh uh toddlers and like twenty one year olds into Pokemon yeah right it's the thing that brings the new people in oh i yep. want the flashing num 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 but then the people that have been around forever that play the game because the game is fun go hey this card is bad for the overall state of getting out of or ever thinking about seeing a world without two and three prizes we're never going to have a scenario where we were where we're going back to the days of actually taking six knockouts nope like we already knew that existed, but like cards like this just make me mad that they're like waving it in my face. Just like, hey, look, if you have a single prize wall Pokemon, ooh, now all of a sudden, like you don't, haha. Like, oh, wall stall's getting big. Now it's not, haha. Like, play your play your dumb V Maxes, you little baby. Well, okay, I'll 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 counter it by saying like the fact that it exists, you're not going to throw it in your deck just because of the threat of something, like unless it's meta. Right, unless right. it's actually something that can affect it. So if you go back to like Vileplume and they put printed Stealthy Hood, like okay, here's a card that exists. We're already in tight decks across the board. Here's a card that you could put in your deck if you find it and play it. You have a chance to potentially beat something that can auto just auto beat you, and the game's not fun. So it, it creates diversity either way. So you're still playing Picaron, but you have a Stealthy Hood now. I think it's a fine card to have in the form like. Uh, Chandler uh, existed. Um, what's the other one? Sabrina or something like that. The, be... the new one that lets you uh, hit through VMAX when Zamazenta was a thing. People were like, do I play one or two? What, do Peony? I even play? Oh, or, Phoebe. Uh, Phoebe. Phoebe. Phoebe, yeah. So cards like that, I mean, that was a supporter, but like just having cards like this, are you going to really run two or three in your deck just for the threat of Miltank or Decidueye or something right no. now? No. No, it also fits but it, in the expanded and other things. It, 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 it explicitly it. it explicitly prohibits things ever from becoming tier one. Things like that ever becoming tier one. That's fine. It'd be good if nothing was tier one across the board. Well, yeah. That's why weakness is, is such a thing, except for colorless. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Think about how much better this format would be. Colorless and, colorless and metal. Sorry. With the Think uh, about 
special energy. Think about how good it would be if you could hit Arceus for weakness. This <laughs> format would be so good. If only it would be. Oh. It would be gross. It'd be amazing. I'd love it. All right, next I'd card. I want to live in this format forever. Sorry. Anyway, canceling clone is. I want to cancel that card. Joy, bad. Silene, I like this card. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> it's not. It's not broken, but the fact that you can get any card back from the discard pile says playable, maybe. All right. So, uh, seeing the tweet, Jesper's tweet saying that um, Sander talked him into saying Opal's a good card, and so I'll give uh, Soda a shout out here. On the Opal train since day one, Opal flip two coins, find any card is disgusting. This is just as good for your discard pile. Um, it's not great, but it's really good. So I'm full on. Silene, I'll buy, be buying full arts. Very good for Mew. Absolutely, yeah. Oops, I missed my Silene. I'll still draw 12 cards. Yeah. Three, or, oh, three, I hit it. Two more, two more, uh, what's it called, back. Tablets. Yep. yep. Oh, cool. Now I can Oko everything. The if if uh, if stuff like Bib and Genesect didn't exist, I I don't know if people would be playing this oh, card. It'd be unplayable. Yeah, but we, uh, they do. I'll, I'll shout out. There's a um, there's a format that I that I've always tried to get to work. We played it in Spokane a little bit, and I tried to get it off the ground here. And I'm gonna try it again eventually. I know I will. Um, we call it Elite Format. You take four you take four random sets. So you take a random number generator, assign all the sets a number. You roll four sets, and you go, that's your format this week. And you have to build a deck from those four sets, no matter how bad. That, that was the thing on uh, Limitless. I uh, can't remember who ran it, but that was yeah, so much fun. running the Journey format. Um, it was Black White yeah. on. I got second in one of them. Really what cool. the, why did no one tell me about this? You never asked. I, I wrote Go, a PokéBeach uh, article about it like five years ago. Dugan, what's his name? Alright, next card. Dark Patch <laughs> is incredibly good. What I was saying is that Opal was like the premier draw supporter in one of those formats that we ran. <laughs> yeah, Opal, Opal's so good. I'll probably play Opal in Vancouver. And I hate that format. I, have to. Uh, I wrote an article about Gudenoff. the format. Why did no one tell me about this? What's it called? Journey format? Yeah. Gudenoff I think that's what it's format. called. Maybe oh. it's not. Yeah, yeah. I'm so mad. <laughs> Dark Patch, great. Yeah, it's like Lotto, it's very blatantly yeah. good. Energy Lotto is probably never going to be played. I know people are like, "Oh, now you can Drizzle for an Energy Lotto for a double turbo." No, Starbirth exists. Yeah. There, there are decks. Where, Lotto. It could be good, but it's not. There's nothing that currently would rather run Energy Lotto than Energy Search. I don't think. No, not currently, but Energy Lotto will be played at some point in its life. Sure. Featherball's cool if there's ever a deck that runs free retreat and isn't run by the Genesect engine (laughs) that would rather just play Ultra Ball. Yeah, it's called Hisuian Sneasler. Okay, (laughs) catch up, Mellow, catch up. (laughs) You play a one-of because you're playing the Drizzle engine. (laughs) Ba-bam. Come on. Gapejaw Bog is a card I really like. It's the Team Magma secret base reprint, essentially. It's good. I think it can fix math potentially, and at the very least, there are decks that want to be damaged. Gardenias. Not- oh, oh, go for your gape jaw. I was just saying. Imagine like benching a with if you don't have your like 
if you're building a deck that's like somewhat around uh shining shining radiant radiant heatran and you need like extra damage on it and like you can't find your fire thing you just bench it and you're like ha that's like, what i was saying you do gape gape jaw into replace it with the fire stadium yeah oh going anything oh, you have the gape like, jaw sticks oh. a turn and then you yeah yeah it's broken well y- yeah like ah <laughs> uh, ah uh. Heatran. Gardenias. Another quick rant by me on Gardenias. Every and I said this in my YouTube video on my top ten trainers. Everyone compares it to Welder and says it's not as good as Welder. No one should care. Welder is one of the best supporter cards ever printed. That thing was absolutely disgustingly good for its entire existence. If Gardenias is worse than one of the best cards ever printed, it's probably still really good. I think Gardenia is a very good card, even if it is not quite as good as Welder, technically. I love it. It's got limitations. It's uh, the the draw first thing is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. The bench is the no, only fine. major it's limitation. Fi- it's, it's like a, the most like fair type of card you could print for that. It's it's what Welder should have been. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah, draw first is awesome. Uh, attached to the bench is awesome. Um. The the difference between two and three, right? Like think about how many people have played stuff like Cynthia or Professor's Oaks instead of stuff like Shauna mm-hmm. or you know yeah. Shuffle Draw Five, no one plays. Shuffle Draw Six, busted. Draw three, good at- good effect, busted. Draw two, good effect. Eh. But the effect is still really really good. Like it is really good. <laughs> yes, I and think. We'll a small period of time where splashing a ton of grass energy could be a thing. Welder like, Welder was also played in a format though where there was no double colorless energy, right? True. But now we have double yeah. turbo. So like, you know, it's not going to be played as like a tech in random box decks like Welder was um because Welder like needed to replace double or double colorless. But now we have double turbo and ways to search it out. So it it the card if you look at both cards like across time if you like put these into different formats they would both be insanely good in like any other format yes. but like right now like right now because we have Starbirth and Double Turbo like it it just doesn't not not gonna have the same impact on the meta as other things do plus we already had Rillaboom and Cherum right is this like enough to like really push Grass to like the top tier not really that's what I'm saying though. yeah like you have a chance to have all of that in the same deck. <laughs> Potentially. Here goes my Zy my my what's the what's the one with the Z the the, the jungle monkey? Oh, oh uh Zarud. here yeah. goes my Zarud V popping off. That's like less of a meme than you're making it sound. <laughs> I think oh, the Zarud's no. not bad. <laughs> I just wanted to really trigger the one Zarud player in the in the <laughs> listening to I, this, like, hey man. <laughs> I've always been a fan of the other Zarud. The healing. You attack yeah, you heal attached to and heal all damage of them like that's so gross how have we not made that work yet the, it was it was big when i mean when that card was septile mega septile people played it the problem it's is like, the, the 100 damage kind of sucks milwaukee notes yeah uh <laughs> the trainer grant i think it's like what? it's mediocre but like it's one of the coolest card designs they've done in a right. while i'm a big fan of the once during your turn, if it's in your discard pile, discard two cards, and you can put it into your hand. I, I, that's just really cool, and the supporter's just bad enough that it's not a broken 
thing whatsoever. And you don't have to play it. You can use the effect and not have to play it, which is awesome. No, I, I, it's a great card. I, yeah. I think Grant is, is one of the more balanced cards they've ever created. I instantly, the moment I saw this card, I instantly went to the custom cube I'm building and built something very similar. I put a card in there that was like, play this thing from the discard pile. Yeah. Like, it, it's cool. I, it's, yeah. Grant, Grant's awesome. Grant's awesome. It'll, it'll, it'll see us stay in the sun. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gutsy picks it'll, up. It'll, it'll get it today. Yeah. I don't think so. Pickaxe, I love it. I think it's like good. I don't think it's like Fantasy. broken, but it, it's good. I oh. want to just play turbo decks with this, the boots, uh, and just get something going right away. Yeah. Yeah, what about tre- trekking shoes? Not in alphabetical order, but like it's love in the it. same vein of deck thing. Okay, so why okay, and Alex, you can help with this. Why aren't mm-hmm. people saying like this is such a good card? Because like we know like Acrobike and they're comparing well Acrobike was better because of the number probability of pulling a car that you need, whatever. Bro, like, it goes back to the welder argument. It doesn't matter if yeah. something else is better if right. it's not in the same format. Everyone's trying to look at it like in in a format or in whatever or in a vacuum, like this is just a really good card for right now. A card that's needed in the format. I I really like I really like cards that do cycling like this, right? Like your yeah. judge whistle type of thing where you just play it and draw one, right? It it to give the opportunity for your deck to have fifty six or fifty two cards is insanely unique and good uh, inherently. So anything that has sort of a cycling ability by by far is going to be good. Um, Acrobike existed at a time where the main way you played your deck was like stuff like Trainer's Mail and Shaman, and you dig through your deck, right? Mm-hmm. Just dig, 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 dig. Where now. Secret, right? Yeah, via Seeker, right? Pitch yeah. stuff. Pitch stuff so I can use it for later. Throw it on the discard pile. Play with a 10-card deck for like five turns of the game. That's how things were played back then. But now we're playing in this weird format where it's like Mew. Yes, Mew wants to dig. That aside. Intellion engines are the premier thing. I want my stuff in my deck. I want to be able to evolve and cherry pick it, right? I don't want to dig for things. I already have enough consistency in Intellion engines with Level Ball and, and Evo Soda and Ultra Ball and that sort of thing that I don't need to like make it 56 cards, right? Have you ever thought, like when you were building yeah. Arceus Intellion, have you ever been like, man, I wish I had less cards? Right. So that's I why always I try and build 56, 56 my number and let everything else be like gravy on top. But yeah, like whenever you put build an Intellion, it's like, all right, I have 70 cards. Yeah. What are the cuts? So, so it's a good card. And in a vacuum, when you look at it, when you pick up the card and you're like, this is a good card. This would be yeah. played in a lot of formats. It's not in this specific one because of Intellion Engine. Now, once we lose that and Bib becomes the premier engine, right? I think this is a four of in every deck. Well, And it's not a discard necessarily. Like you don't have to. No. You take the card. It's a cycling you, card. I Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. It's one it. billion percent a four of the moment Intellion rotates. Yep. Easily. And, get and your, get maybe your... a four of in any deck that you don't have, that you're not playing Intellion. I mean, it's still a four of in Mew right now. Like, you've got to imagine. Yeah. I played as a four of in Duraludon. Dude, yeah. We could play, we'll play a four of in, in Beedrill based decks. Yeah. True. Perfect. Is a top card like, playable? No? All right. Maybe the next card is. Yeah. yeah. Anything you're trying to mustard out? Maybe maybe Quad Cinderace is now finally a thing. Uh, I wish. Hisuian Heavy Ball. 
one of in most decks. If it, I wish it didn't say if it didn't say basic Pokemon, I would absolutely love this card and think it was disgustingly broken. The basic is very say, good. If it's at any Pokemon. Oh, it would be busted good if it's yeah. at any Pokemon. Yes. It's still very good. But it's like, does your deck actually have basics that you need? Some of them the answer is yes, right? You're one of Dunsparce or you're one of Manaphy, sure. But other decks don't really care. So it's not like absolutely broken. Like Darkrai, you're probably not going to run a one right. of anything. So it's like, it's a very, very good card. I just don't think it's a any staple. Tech, any tech you want to play, like the, the Zapdos, things like that, it's great. I, on the on the flip side, though, right? Uh, do yourself a favor next time you're playing Arceus and Teleon, peek at your prizes and look at them for like the next six games that you play. Right? How often are you going to prize either a Sobble or an Arceus? Sure. Not right. often that's, enough. That's oh, seven. That's, that's seven, seven cards. Yeah. Seven or eight that, cards. That might be over there. Hisuian Heavy Ball has a good chance out of those like six games of just grabbing you one of your basics. And the benefit of just being able to look at your prize cards too, especially in a deck with thirty one ofs, you know, something like that. Like just being able to look at them and see, okay, maybe you don't even know because you've cycled through all your cards, but like, all right, I'll grab a Sol, should... I'll grab an Arceus, but I'm playing a playable card either way, and now I know for sure in Do a best shuffle? of three in round eight of a full day of playing, it's a great benefit. And I'm you off. don't shuffle it, right? You don't shuffle your prizes. Put them back face no, down. You sh- no, you shuffle it into your prizes. Shuffle so, yeah. to- Oh, dang. Okay, never mind. Then, okay. Yeah, if, if you didn't no. shuffle, that would be good. Those would be better town map at that point. Because your opponent okay. doesn't see it, you get to see it, and you could take it a would, basic out of it. It and would be better Azelf. It's also that you too. may reveal. You may reveal of basic. So you yeah. f- see the one you want in there. You don't really need it, though. Okay. Because you got to remember, Azelf was, was played. Yes. Right. Everyone played one Azelf. Everyone. Right. And that was any Pokemon and a bench space. Right. True. This is now half of your Pokemon and not a bench space. So, like, you know, you're 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 going up on one side, but down on the other. Like, eh, probably pretty still pretty fair. I I can imagine people playing one of and almost everything, unless you're building a deck that's like, if you're building like a like Arceus Rayquaza, and those are the, you only have like six basics. Then like yeah, that's fair. So. Arita or Karina reprint. I just love to. I love tutoring. Yeah, I think it's cool. I'm a big fan. Is it going to be better than other cards? I don't care. I just I just really like tutoring. I love Karina. It fits in a lot of decks really well. Um, yeah, it's really good. Valkyrie, the best trainer. The best? I think I put her yeah. like number two. Is it the best trainer though? Or three? But yes. A hundred percent yes. Roxanne is a close okay. second. I was gonna say Roxanne. Yeah, Roxanne's my number wrong. one. Roxanne is a close number two. Dark Dark Patch at very close number three. No, Irida's the the best supporter and yeah. best card in this set. I'm trying to value by full arts of that for sure. Like in yeah. in it, you just gave Arceus uh uh Intel or um Shady Dealings Inteleon a turn early. Not a basic, a water Pokemon. True. And an item guard. That's, that is stage two Inteleon, <laughs> a turn yeah. early, because you get yeah. the Drizzile and an extra item card. Yeah. What? The, what? It, it gives other decks like, oh man, I missed my supporter, where Karina, old Karina, was like, 
oh man, like it's, you know, I'll go grab my item and just kind of like twiddle my thumbs. Imagine Groudon being like, oh man, I I don't have a supporter in my hand. Let me go grab my uh, Jirachi Lele Lapras Luminion. Like, let me go grab the thing that's going to like get me out of this bad hand. Yeah. What? This card's amazing. Yeah, I right? think it's a very good card. I just don't think it's like the best card. I think it's like a good supporter. It's not ne- it's not in it's not a card that again, how how do we rank cards, right? It's not a card that's gonna be in every deck. Right. Roxanne can be played in every deck. Roxanne will be played well. Roxanne's gonna sh- Roxanne's about. also not in every deck, I don't think. I think both it's of these are good in deck, Italian deck Engine decks. Play Cause I think, I think Ro- more de- it depends on the B barrel count, right? I mean, I'll probably play two. You gotta remember. Here's the problem with Roxanne: is obvious, like obviously, it's it's a very, very, very good card, but it is dead for two thirds of the game. Shady dealings. Right. Same. Well, <laughs> Irida, <laughs> Irida gets you the shady dealings. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to like, grab it to get the shady dealings versus. It it. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the difference here. Of like, you have to just have this for your logic of grabbing the shady dealings versus you could have just played a different supporter probably drew the shady dealings because you play three of them and four level balls and three incense and other I cards you were i think it's like a one or two of in rcs intellion right and i think roxanne is a one or a two of in rcs intellion but it's a win condition roxanne yeah, path is a win condition turn to Ir- iridia for a drizzile is not a win condition. <laughs> he is it's currently just, thinking. So I'm trying to construct my argument here because, like, we're, we're we're looking at this in terms of both both of these things clearly go into Intellion decks. Yes, right. But one, then you look one, at non-Intellion decks, which is more valuable, right? Yeah. You, you're going to have the same argument for both things, whereas like Roxanne is dead in two thirds of the game. Right. And it's even more dead if you can't get rid of their Bibberol. But I think right? because if- you can fish for the Roxanne. Like you can Luminion for the Roxanne, right? Not fishes and like draw more cards to draw it. But also pun because Luminion's a fish. Um, <laughs> but Irida gives you the consistency boost across all turns. Irida is always a live card, is always a good turn. If card your deck is running water. It's good on any turn of the game. If your deck is running water. You need water Pokemon. It is a well, you're very gonna play one Luminium, though. Specific. That's what I'm saying. You can't play it in every deck because it is literally yeah. limited to water Pokemon. But, and the, wa- the water Pokemon post-rotation are Manaphy, Palkia, Luminion. Luminion is not worth it to have in your hand because then you get rock sand out of it. <laughs> That's, what if you do Next turn, turn one you, what are you going to do? Luminion for a supporter and just put a fish on the bench? Not turn one or turn two. Right. So, but okay, if you turn. need to get out of it, it like the, what I'm, what I'm, what we're saying here is that like which which goes in more decks and which is more valuable across the board. Roxanne. Like I'm not. <laughs> I think it's a very good card. I'm not disagreeing there whatsoever. And I'm also not disagreeing that Roxanne is is. That's true. We're literally just splitting yeah. hairs on which one is the now, better of the two. Well, now yeah. think about it. Think about the inverse here. Okay, I'm playing against an Inteleon deck. I put you down to two cards and a top deck to be able to draw your level ball, your scoop up net, something to be able to even play your Inteleon to find what you need to find your 
Iridia, for all we know. Yeah. So the, the, that, there's a higher utility in, in Roxanne as well. But yes, I think Iridia is the... It's a good card. card. I pulled a full art, and I'm very happy for that. Yeah. I just... Like, I, I, said, I, like I said, value buy. Full art. The reason N was so balanced was because it was every turn of the game. Right? It's always a early yeah. game. It's balanced for both players because it's shuffle draw six for both players. Balanced, right? Uh, it's a good comeback mechanic card. It's a good late game. Oh man, we're gonna roll the dice because we're both at one prizes card, right? Like it, it is a fair and balanced card. As much as people hate it because oh, I got into one, right? Boo hoo! I love people that, are gonna but... start complaining about getting Roxanne's to do. Right? God forbid I get to one prize left. You know, <laughs> but, but fair in terms of fair and balancedness. Right, uh, Roxanne isn't as positively balanced as N. Correct. Was agreed. Um, I also the other thing. I, this is just me playing devil's advocate to all the people that you know are hard on Roxanne. And like, don't get me wrong, I like Roxanne. Um, it, I wish, like, the three or less prizes is massive. Mm-hmm. I think people are really not understanding three or less. Instead of four or less or two or less, the difference Ooh, between yeah. both of those is insane. Yeah, right. I was thinking about two, like the two or less, a lot when I was thinking about this card. Three because, is massive. Because, like, you you play it on the three or less turn, right? It, it's actually now not as good because you're giving your opponent probably two more top decks, mm-hmm. right? Where if you played a Roxanne when they had two prizes left, odds are you're giving them one top deck. Okay, I thought about the other way. You get your turn to do it and put them at the two in the top deck, and that gives you your next turn to boss. Right. So you actually, the same on both ends, they yeah. get two top decks, but you also get a chance, another supporter turn to do something. Because mm-hmm. if they yeah. need to draw out of it, maybe they're marning, they're researching, whatever, whatever. Irida, who knows? You know. It rocks, Roxanne's a cool balance card. card. Yeah, it's a balance card. It's a great card. It's, it's cool. Um, People, people that did not play in the end days are about to learn, and I'm very excited for that. <laughs> Is Jubilee Village a playable yeah, card? Bad? No. Yeah. Okay. I I like it. As, I think it'll be played at some point in its life in it's something. A bailout. It's just a bailout card. It's, it's a worse Snorlax. Yeah. Yeah, but Snorlax, Snorlax is gonna be it's, here forever. It's not beach. It's just what is it? What what would you rather like? There are so many other things you would rather do turn one of the game, <laughs> right? Like uh, then shuffle draw five. Yeah, uh, uh, Hisuian Voltorb. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like Jubilife. I think it's at some point there will be a deck that utilizes Jubilife Village. You know what? You know what Jubilife is really, really, really busted for Cube. Also yeah. true. Good. Good. It is one of the best Cube cards we've ever gotten. Ever. Yeah, that seems. Consistency for Ed, both people Ed, has a cost, and Cube is a format that's slow enough that it's actually. Alex, did you play Legends Arceus? Uh, the the video game. Yeah. I don't play the video game. Yeah, I played this one. The people of of Jubilife are insane. They're like so scared of Pokemon. <laughs> what's what's the what's the lore behind it? Give us a give uh, us a tour. Uh, humans and Pokemon can't coexist. So we send out little adventure teams to figure out what Pokemon really are. That's like the people of Jubilife? Yeah. So you land in from outer space and you help them realize that Pokemon are your friends. Weird. To be fair, Pokemon are terrifying. 
Right. How does, well, some how, of does, how does that synergize with the shuffle draw five thing? It doesn't. That's, <laughs> like I said, the, the peop, and the people of Jubilife are insane across the board. It would be insane to play this card in standard. Yeah. There you go. Uh, other interesting things, the super effective glasses. I think this is just a, a late, good card. Later time, yeah. Uh, no, not, not now. <laughs> no, never. It's it could yeah. be a fun like a fun deck. Like if you if somebody gets creative, maybe. So, I love single prizers. Single prizers are great. I wish single prizers ran the entire day. Um. How are you building this? Are you building it to... Uh, obviously, you're trying to do it to hit weakness, right? Um, granted, right now, it's not good because you're not hitting the best deck for weakness. So, right off the bat, not good. Um, are you trading single prizes for single prizes? Also, probably not. Because you're probably going to lose in that scenario, right? If you're banking on hitting weakness against things and you're trading with your weak Pokemon and they're good Pokemon, you're not going to recover enough of the correct colored attackers right because presumably you're playing it with stuff that's like hitting for like low numbers taking exploiting the weakness how do you yeah. recycle those things so you you're building this deck to beat v pokemon v decks v max decks and v star decks right so you have to think about that for instance so now you need to hit numbers that's what we're talking about here right you're hitting those things for for double numbers Let's say you have something that's hitting 30 damage, right? That 30 is now going to go up to 90 with a um, glasses. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't choice belt do the same thing? Will be 30, 60, 180. No, a choice belt on 30 damage would make yeah, 60 yeah. doubled to 120. So choice belt is now right. so it's, better. Yeah. Right? No, because this is three times, right? Cool. So my, my base damage is 30, and I put a glasses on. 30 times 3 is 90. Yeah? Oh, yeah. 30 I damage. I reread the cards. We're good. I yep, got there. With a choice belt, right? Now I'm doing 120, because it's 30 plus 30 times 2. Yeah. So the choice and belt all... is now better. Oh. So other, it, than the, other than the single prize niche decks, like you can't do it with like the Vs, because all the basic Vs are 20, 30, 40. With their one prize or one energy attack, right? Like there's yeah. never any utility other than trying to find a meme cheese deck that hits for weakness. <laughs> and like I said, you have to be able to win quickly because you're not gonna like because you're gonna be playing presumably like one of like five or six different colors, right? Yeah, right. Not to mention the fact that once your Pokemon gets knocked out, you have to recover that Pokemon, get it back out, attach another glasses, and attack. Well, Zorok does that, right? Yeah, I think that's where it fits in is Zorark type builds. But now go find me stuff. The breakpoint is 60 damage. If it's 70 base, glasses do more damage. If it's 60 base or below, Choice Band does more damage. That's where it breaks. Hmm. So you need Pokemon that can deal 70 base damage for cheap in a Zorark deck with glasses to make it worth it. Worms. Find, find me that for all of the types. And then, yeah, I'll be sold on glasses. Worms. But until then... Oh, and then also give it a Dunsparce. And then... Yeah, that's an issue. Yeah. Yeah, so once Dunsparce leaves, uh, once you find me stuff that does 70 base for cheap on a stage 1 Pokemon, then I'll be sold on glasses. But until then, Choice Band is just better. 
Are there any other cards from the set? Because the other stuff we're looking at, like we've already mentioned Temple of Sinnoh a bit, Unidentified Fossil is not good. Okay, I got one. Sure. Zizu, I like it. No. I don't know. I, I think it's a good card. Like, I played Caitlyn at Salt Lake City. So, as a supporter that can, like, fit into a hand where you're not discarding and drawing a bunch of cards, not copycat. Like, you just have, you keep your hand. I don't know. It'll, I, I could find a way to make it work. Other than that, yeah. if, if I, I think of... it's a good supporter to know of. Good and cube. True. Great cube card, right? Great cube card. Uh, I think we've got a lot more good cube cards in the set than anything else. Uh, I saw people talking about the Jirachi. I just want to go out and say that Jirachi V is terrible. I have to look um, this one up. It's only in a full art. Why do they keep doing that? Oh, there's two this time. There's uh, Verizian and Jirachi. Oh, yeah. Jirachi V is not good. When your basic Pokemon V, important, is knocked out by damage from an opponent's Pokemon's attack, you may choose one basic energy card from the knocked out Pokemon to move it to one of your other Pokemon. That's a lot of Terrible. basic V, basic energy, and it has to be knocked out. So you have to get it on the bench and be in a disadvantageous situation. How many, how many times in a game can you ever pull this off optimally? One, would you? maybe. Yeah. Twice. Twice as a max. Okay, twice literally is a max, but like once is like the I went second <laughs> yep. and it got knocked out and I somehow managed to get Jirachi and two basic Vs on the bench and they're not going to kill my Jirachi with a 180 yep. prize bench sitter. Yeah, no, it's not good. Yeah, that's exactly it, right? It's like as, at most you're going to get it off twice and if you get it off twice, now Jirachi's in play when they have two prizes left. If it Terrible were lovable, searchable, single prizer, sure. We had Sun and Moon badge, maybe. <laughs> that's such a good card. If it was Sun... If it was Sun and Moon Batch, maybe. If the conditions on it were different, maybe. If it was on a single prize, or maybe. It had more HP. Had an attack. Literally, if it, yeah. If it, was a, if, it was, if it was this card, if it was a 60 or 70, I'll let you decide. If it was 60 or 70, and it had the EXP share ability, it had this ability for any Pokemon. That would be better. That's fair. Would it get played? Lovable, searchable? Probably. Yes, but we'll make it 60 so it's yoga loopable. Okay, then maybe. I think it'd actually, be like, I guess yeah. I guess that yeah, that one would depend on the deck and the meta. It would be playable. Yeah. Would be the conclusion yeah. I've come to. It'd be it'd be more playable than this junk. Correct. So can I so can I put it in my so can I alter that and throw it in my custom cube for when that gets built? Yes. Sure. Just, why not? Sharpie Sharpie over the V and draw a line through the one. Mark every. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm creating 672 new unique cards. That's awesome. I'm making a cube. So. It's a lot of work. It is. I'm all, I'm only at like 260 right now, but I want to get it done by the end of summer, so we have something to do. Alex, if you want the people to find you, where can they find you at? Uh, it, what's my Twitter again? Is it? For, uh, <laughs> at, I don't know. I never use it. So uh, at Spokane Pokemon, uh, Tabletop Village, Tabletop underscore Village on Twitch occasionally. I guess whenever Mellow's not around to. To farm us for content, I'm at Tabletop Village uh, in uh, Seattle. Uh, but most of the time, uh, if you want the if you want my sweet sweet voice more often than not, tune into Mellow underscore Magikarp on Twitch on Friday nights. Uh, he's here kicking it at the village. That's the best. Or uh, Facebook. Oh, that's our first ever Facebook drop. No, Ke- Kevin did it last week too. 
Did he? Yeah. I didn't listen to the end. Okay. Man, people people shouldn't find me if they want my if they want my hot takes. Uh, demand me back on every podcast episode. I, I guess that would technically be the most valid response over Facebook and a Twitter you don't know the handle for. <laughs> yeah. Grant, where can the people That's find you if they'd fun. like to find you? Uh, the best place you can find me is on the Twitter website. It's twitter.com. Uh, I'm at real K one word. Uh, we're really picking up steam there, and I'll be doing a lot of live tweets from Vancouver. I'll be boots on the ground early, finding out everything that's going on. I'm staying right by the venue. Don't find me. Uh, <laughs> find me on the internet and uh, check it out. I'll give you all the updates there. Uh, live tweets, plenty of pictures of Mellow, fish in the wild. Uh, <laughs> likes, follows, all that stuff. Do you have a, do you have a Twitter where you just post uh, candid photos of Kevin? My Discord, uh, my students will post <laughs> candid photos of me more often than I'd like to admit. Ah, a kid. Well, I he needs to go. He needs to go put him in detention or something because they self-expose themselves for having <laughs> phones out in class. And of course, myself, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Mellow underscore Magikarp. A quick update on the MCU, the Mellow Content Universe. I'm getting ready for Vancouver and busy at uh, work, so this will be the only YouTube video for like a week and no streams for like a week because uh your boy's busy and then i'll come back for astral radiance i'll prep everyone for naic don't worry i got you there and if you're in vancouver come say hi to me i'll be wearing a tabletop village shirt and i'm 6'3 so i stand out a whole lot say hi to grant as well he is a generic white guy but very nice and don't say hi to alex (laughs) no matter what who is also wearing a tabletop village shirt on saturday probably (laughs) yeah And this has been another episode of the Lake of Rage podcast. We'll catch you all next week.